Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is Leading Off Live, brought to you by Prize Picks. Sign up for Prize Picks today. Use that promo code Leading Off when you do. It's me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia. That, of course, is the Welsh. It's the Peanuts, the Cracker Jacks, all of you hanging out with us. Yesterday was a fun show. If you missed it, you should go back and watch. I'm not going to tell you why, but it's educational. It was brought to you by the letter E and uh the number seven that's what it was brought to you by and welsh speaking of educational we want to educate the people today we have uh some baseball to talk about more specifically we've got some guys too that are really performing outstandingly at the very top of the board here in a lot of categories but i have this terrible feeling that it's just not going to last very long and i want to start with one of them because it's jorge soler Another home run yesterday. I know he's got 20. I know we're all very excited about Jorge Soler. I You've get been it. calling this one. You you were calling this one done and dead a little bit ago. You still are trying to beat it him. down? I'm saying trade him, and I'll tell you why. I'm looking at the numbers, continuing to look at, you know, the deeper stats on him. And look, I, I do I think he's going to continue on to this pace? No. I mean, I'm looking at all of his career numbers before the show, just kind of digging into stuff. And I keep saying this is a player, I mean, like, like the ISO's at 305. Okay, like he's got a lot of power. Last year, you know what the ISO was, Welsh, for him? It was 193. <laughs> like, okay, I just, I, that's a tough sell for me. Um, oh, The BABIP right now is at 275. That's a pretty high number for him. Um, Last year, you know, 250, 260, you know, like that's kind of the range for him. You 256, 250, really, that's kind of more where he's been. But I don't know. I've just seen a lot of Jorge Soler in my life. And 31, I just don't know if I'm buying a full season breakout. I think you get the best of both worlds. Because if you trade him now, his value is at its peak. And if it sustains, okay, you missed out on it. But if you can get something really good back in this deal, why not try to do that? Because you're mitigating your risk of him reverting back to just that ordinary swing and miss guy that he's been for the majority of his career. Yeah, I I mean, I get the logic of what you're saying here. I, I don't a hundred percent know like what you get. And I don't, I hate to always like get into this and call it like that. What is that? The trade dead zone thing. I just don't know if anyone's giving up what's worth getting rid of him right now. His big split is lefties. He's destroying lefties this year, hitting 333 and only 54 at bats. He has nine of his 20 homers off of lefties. He's hitting only 236 against righties. So that obviously has been the big weird split. The things I love are the high he's made huge big changes on his barrel percentage it's the second highest of his career to go along with a hard hit percentage which is higher than last year his k's are down from last year and then obviously expected stats are through the roof as far as um you know the x blah 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 blah, blah. but again i would point to like what does the trade look like i think jorge soler is going to push 40 homers this year i also think it's going to be up and down. I think he's going to have some really aggressively um, frustrating swings throughout the year. But what can you get for him? If you can, I, I, I'm always interested. I would listen, but I just don't know what anyone's going to pay is going to be worthwhile to get rid of Solaire. And maybe it, he's just going to do this the rest of the year. Because, like I said, if that barrel percentage was really low with the hard hit and the strikeouts were up, I'd be a little bit more dicey. But it ain't. And he's destroying lefties. And he's going to keep destroying lefties throughout the... I think he's one of the top home run slug guys against lefties in all of baseball. Okay, well, Bryce Harper's been underwhelming this year. Would you rather have Jorge Soler or Bryce Harper rest of season? Well, Bryce Harper. Okay. 
But I mean, if you have Bryce Harper, you're kind of frustrated right now. You haven't quite gotten what you expected, even though you got him back way sooner than you expected. Someone will give me Bryce Harper for Solaire. I'll send them an edibles. Okay. (laughs) All right. Here's another one. What about Giancarlo Stanton rest of season or Jorge Solaire? More similar in terms of what kind of player they are. Uh, let me look at Stanton's stuff. I ha- I don't I haven't paid attention to Stanton. Let me uh, check like, out Stanton's stuff. While Welsh <laughs> looks at Stanton's stuff, we'll talk about Yuri Perez, who threw six shutout innings yesterday, six strikeouts. Bada bing in the win over the Mariners. Check. We got that one yesterday on the betting side of things. Uh, another guy I want to get to uh, is Michael Walker. I want to talk about him, too. There's another guy, too. 31-year-old breakouts. That's what today's show is all about. So Soler or Giancarlo Stanton, who would you rather have? Yeah, I mean, well, I, there's probably more injury risk with Stanton. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, underlying stuff works pretty in favor of Stanton. He's actually striking out the lowest of his career right now, which is nice. But um, the sample size of what he's actually played is down. I don't know. I guess I'm going to say Stanton. Uh, XBA is also like 40 points higher, but I think it's pretty close to those guys. And if you wanted to say, I th- saw someone in the chat was like, I'll take Solaire. I actually don't necessarily disagree. Like that's a bad take because he is at the middle of that order. He's not coming out. I think I'm, I'm like one, a one B on that. Okay. This is a good conversation. Let's have a conversation about Michael Waka. six and two thirds innings yesterday, five K's on the year. Welsh two, eight, nine ERA, a 1.06 whip, 69 K's and 74 innings. Um, it's been magical for Michael Waka this year. But it's got to run out, doesn't it? I mean, can we really buy into Michael Walker, who has, it's been years, it seems like, since we've gotten a full, healthy Michael Walker season that was good. He's had some good one-off starts here and there, but the last couple of years, I mean, this is this might be one of the most surprising things in Major League Baseball to me this year, is Michael Walker sitting here as a guy that you've been starting every single week for the last few weeks because he's been really solid, but I can't imagine... I mean, we're 74, 75 innings in now to Michael Walker. This has got to be the time to get out of the Michael, Michael Walker business, isn't it? Yeah, Waka Waka. Waka Waka <laughs> Waka. We're getting into the Waka yeah. Waka. Yeah. Um, I said this, I, I talked about him on CBS <laughs> last night. This is I want I'm a little Look at Red Baron. Look at Red Baron. Waka is this year's Martin Perez from Texas. That's a, well, okay, you know what? That's a strikeouts. really good one there. Except with strikeouts. Waka, like Waka yeah, had a bad still performance. Still under K per nine, but I hear you. Yesterday was a bad perform, uh, a bad underlying performance for Waka. Over a mile per hour down on like every single pitch. That's worrisome. Except Waka's changeup has been absolutely elite. If you watch that thing, it just it floats. It's like blue. These guys can't hit it. It has a thirty six percent whiff rate this season, which I think is great. He's not giving up a whole lot of hard hits. He's getting more chases because of that changeup, and he's kind of dominating the zone. So is he going to have a two eight nine ERA this year? Hell no. But do you want to guess you, what his uh, XERA is right now? Uh, I think I already saw it. It's like four point zero three ninety five. You want to guess oh, okay. what his XFIP is? Um, four, four point four two. You want to guess what his X plug is? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suck it. That's what it, I think it is. But again, like he's gonna regress a little bit back more to the means. But I think he's gonna get away with a lot of stuff. He's gonna pick up wins with that great offense. If you can live with him as like a three-five guy, I think here's the difference. I think you could roster him the rest of the way through and feel good. If someone wants to pay up for a two-eight-nine ERA Waka, sure, listen to that. But what does a trade look like? So I think the smart play is, hey, yeah, get out of the walk of business because the rest of the season might be rougher than what you've already had. 
but I don't think Waka is going to turn into a pumpkin and we're going to be cutting him for the next whoever the hell is coming up. I think he'll be actually above streamable uh, or at worst, he's going to be a streamable pitcher uh, the back end of the year. So you decide what that means for your own roster. I would be looking to move Michael Waka right now. For what? Do it. Uh, whatever I can get because I anything? don't think he's going to be there. Yeah, not anything. But I, I mean, I, I, let me put it to you this way. If I've got a surplus of pitching and Michael Walk is one of them, right? Let's say I really like my starting five and I've got some other pitchers that I really like on my roster and I've got Michael Walker because I picked him up off the waiver wire this year. And if I can help myself in the offense, I'm going to do that. If I can help myself in the closer situation, absolutely. With a guy that I think is going to be closing games. Like Kyle season. Finnegan. Like if someone offers you Kyle Finnegan to get what some saves for Walker or somebody like that. Like no I one's I mean, going to trade you Bednar for him. No way. I don't know. I mean, yes. <laughs> like, I don't I mean, know. I'm just saying starting pitching has been rough this last month. It, you it know? is. You're right about between that. The, between the Verlander and Scherzer implosions, Manoa, Jacob deGrom, Spencer Strider, who we're going to talk about a little bit later on the show. He hasn't been great. Here's uh, an interesting Sandy Alcantara, one. Pablo Lopez. Shall I go on? Starting pitching is a problem right now. Here's an interesting one. Tim actually inadvertently did this. What if someone was like, ooh, Jose Abreu is starting to get going. I need to get out. And they offer Jose Abreu for Walker right now. I don't think I'd do that one. <laughs> I would do that. I, say I would do that. I think I'm, I, I think Abreu is turning around in a great way. That is, that's he a seems trade like I he would is. Do. He seems like he is turning around in a great way. But I think that there's, an, I mean, I'm not saying you're trading him up for another starting pitcher straight up because I know that's a difficult sell. Like that sell yeah. that I understand. But if you look at what's going on right now in the league, it's been rough out there. Look at Wonky, rough bring out up Wonky's question. The the chat's turning on you, Joe. Well, turn, Wonky's question. Why are people going to trade decent pitchers when it has been rough? They're going to trade recent pitchers that are pitching well above their head because that's how you win leagues. Because what you do is you make sure that you the assets you have, you have some hard conversations with yourself and you say to yourself, self, so. who's really overperforming that should not be this good? And then you look at the deeper metrics on Michael Waka. When does that 449 XFIP catch up to that 289 yeah. ERA? Soon. So do you want to be on that crap handle of it? No. You don't want to be on that handle of it. You want to be on the right handle of it. And I'm just telling you, I think like for instance, if you if you can get Mike Hunter Green, I would take Hunter Green rest of season. Well, Hunter Green quietly yeah. been really good lately, except the ERA is still above four and you're looking at it. And I think that's a deal that you can make. So I'm just throwing that out. There. I actually Brandon think the Nimmo, Jose Abreu one is the interesting one. That's not a bad one too. I don't 327 in June, already three homers, which is three times what he's had the rest of the way through. Sam uh, a 571 slug. Who? Yeah. Uh, everyone, everyone seems to agree with you about the Abreu thing in the, uh, in the that's chat. Like a, that's a, like a fun, like tricky one. Like you're selling a little bit of a better <laughs> player that you think is going to regress for someone you think is going to come back. And, it's know. all about confidence. Well, uh, Brandon Nimmo had some confidence, delivered a game winning RBI. He screwed up my, uh, my parlay yesterday with the Yankees, but whatever. So go ahead, Brandon Nimmo, go get yourself some. Uh, Garrett Cole did record eight strikeouts though in six yeah. innings. So I we mean, cashed. nailed that one. Uh, but Garrett Whitlock is another one too. Let's talk about Garrett Whitlock for a second. Now this is a picture that I've invested in the last couple of years and it's been frustrating injuries, inconsistencies, but he's always teased. He's been a tease. Uh, mm. He's got a 22 to 4K walk ratio in 23 innings so far this year. Two runs over seven innings yesterday. Is Garrett Whitlock a player that you should be looking to acquire or in a shallow league? Is he still floating out there, possibly add? Because I think you do. Yeah, I think so. I, th I mean, I think he lives in that world of like you roster to maybe get him out of like really 
bad matchups, you know, like stream. It's essentially like a streamable guy, but, um, you know, walk rate's been really low. You like that. Strikeouts are not a whole big thing. I will point out, he's almost got a four and a half expected ERA. So that's why, you know, I'm probably looking a little bit more at like a streamable option. I do like how he uses the zone, looking at like the zone chart. He's a little bit too much in the zone sweeper, just, you know, not even looking at the K rates or whiff rates. I could tell is probably the biggest pitch, which it is. It's got a 50% whiff rate, the rest relatively uh, mediocre. So, yeah, I think he's, uh, like I said, he's in that maybe a hold on, maybe a just stream. Oh, Michael Walker, Garrett Whitlock, rest of year. Oh, yes. Whitlock. Uh, I've seen enough bad Michael Walker in my life for the last five years. Uh, I just, I just don't trust the health. I don't trust the, I just don't trust it Um, again. And I could be wrong and I will eat that if I am, but Garrett Whitlock is a young enough pitcher with upside. He's got a high strikeout rate. And that's one thing, even peak Michael Walker back in the Cardinals days, back in the day when it was him and Wainwright at the top of that rotation, even then he wasn't necessarily lighting the world on fire with the K rate. So that's never been his game. So I like the pictures with the big strike. Yeah, Back in the McLean. day when I was young, I'm not a kid, not a kid anymore. anymore some days I sit and wish I was wish a I kid was again. A, I love that song. It's a good song. I know. Uh, let's go to Matt. I wasn't going to rap. Homer. Sorry. So I, <laughs> I feel like you were waiting for me to drop. The well, I'm not going to rap. I, if so. you did the first line in that song, we might get canceled. <laughs> so uh, Matt McLean homered and drove in three runs on Wednesday night. Uh, he is now up to a 328, 379, 516 slash three bombs, two steals, 13 stolen bases. You'd think I am. 28 games. He'd have more than two steals, though. I am very much about Matt McClain right now. You would think the steals mm-hmm. would be up, but it is bonkers. We were talking about him last night, the three-hit game. He's got like 40 hits since he's been called up. The 320 batting average is bonkers. An over 10% barrel percentage. His XBA, even though it's 40 points lower, it's still close to 290. He has been doing some crazy things and hitting two. It just makes him valuable the rest of the way through. And you know, I think he is in a 12-team league. He is a startable shortstop, probably rest of season, even when he kind of comes back down a little bit more. So I'm I'm very much yeah. all about Matt McClain right now. And he is, again, a piece of these words, this words offense. It's Ellie. And where's where's Christian Encarnacion Strand? I'm about coming. to do the thing. Winter's I'm about coming. to start the, doing the, the – maybe he's going to get called up because I, fe- I feel it coming up it? inside of me right. of why is Christian Encarnacion – did you know that Christian Encarnacion Strand, <laughs> he is – at least when I looked yesterday, he was tied for the most homers in the minor leagues with around 30 less at bats than like the next guy. He's hitting over 300. One of the only ones, I believe he's one of only two or three with 15 homers in the minors to have an over 300 batting average. He doesn't belong there anymore. He's cut his strikeout percentage. He don't belong there anymore. There's nothing left for him to prove. Uh, he's in the waiver wire video, which just dropped on the channel. If you haven't, go check that out today. And look, the Vapors knows Ahmad. I remember having that single cassette of that song, by the way, back in the day. I think it dropped like right around the springtime. That was like that was a summer jam, if ever there was one. I, I don't remember. remember it was like I know Nick Ahmad. It's Nick Ahmed. I, I know. I, was, was a joke. <laughs> I like Brett there. He's like, was I about to do the Batman impression? Where are they? Where, Where are, are they? they? <laughs> Where are they? Uh, no rookie lookies today, although Welsh just basically did one for Christian Encarnacion's strand. So let's yes, talk about please. Nick Lodolo. Unlikely to return until early August. Uh, apparently the MRI says he's got to stay in the walking boot. So that's not good. It's looking like kind of a lost season. So if you are looking for Nick Lodolo to help yeah. you out, 
I wouldn't hold your breath. I mean, if you no, have a great that's team, my... you can hold on in August and September. Maybe you can, but I'm not no. really holding right now. No, I'm done with that. that. That's my probably my biggest L of the trade videos was, uh, I mean, the injury. I just didn't see the injury coming. No, I would find back on him you know? be able to fix it. But yeah, it's a huge disaster. Though, would say maybe a nice little slick uh, room to, uh, to little dude to take a look at for buying into the near future here uh, for Dynasty Leagues. Are you getting more Vinny Pasquantino questions than anything else in your timeline? I oh, yeah, 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 it's the number one. Them. So I, I keep telling everybody, Christian Walker, I keep telling everybody, you know, look at Ryan Nada and some of these guys right now on the waiver wire, but it really depends on what's out there waiver wire. Jose Abreu, now that you say it, that that's that's where you go. I mean, you kick the tires on the Jose Abreu, see if you can pry him away because he's definitely hurt somebody at this point. I mean, he's probably available. The trouble is, what you know, what are you offering? Uh, maybe Michael Walker, but Vinny Pasquantino, like, I get it. I understand, you know, everyone's looking to try to fill those holes and stuff like that, but maybe Christian Encarnacion Strand too, another bat. Add that guy now and hope in the next two weeks you get somebody like that coming up because he can so. potentially come up and just rake. Uh, Clevenger was removed yesterday. Uh, right bicep soreness, that can't be good. Uh, Salvador Perez, he had a hand contusion. He's day-to-day. Max Muncy, grade two hamstring strain, so he's going on the IL. And somehow, Eloy Jimenez found his way back to the field yesterday, Welsh. This was great. This was, you know, after a few days of waiting around, there you go. Eloy Jimenez yeah. back on the field. I know we all just super excited about We that. were all just bated breath waiting to see what happened. I am salty about Eloy Jimenez. I can I tell. Just... Yeah, Eloy's been in your craw. For well, because I, I, you know, I don't like when I support a player multiple years and and defend his honor, and then he does where where we're at here with him. No, it has not been good. It's not been good. Don't like it. Uh, Alec Manoa, you gotta love this Welsh. So he is throwing a simulated game today in Dunedin, Florida. Mm. He is uh, gonna throw five innings in a quote controlled environment end quote. So no trigger warnings. It's going to be a safe space for him to throw. Could you imagine like, I mean, think about like Don Drysdale. I'm going to sound like an old fart now. Yeah. Think about those guys, you know, when they're smoking packs of cigarettes, you know, safe space. For I, I love, hey, listen, I kid, love this. You know, you, you go back and work at true value hardware. If you can't pitch in the big leagues, kid, I <laughs> love this woke idea of you're just like, oh man, all these kids and their participation trophies and their, and they're sitting in their controlled environments to pitch in. What back in my day, that's like what you were turning into. Well, I mean, do we really have to call it a controlled environment? I mean, yeah, I don't really know what they're trying to like accomplish. It's when a they sim say game that. against. You it's know, a baseball game that he's throwing in, but it's not a better. baseball game. He's throwing a simulated game yeah, in a safe I, space. It's there's going to be you know Enya playing, and it's gonna they're gonna have snacks. usually how they do that. If you actually want to know, because I've seen a whole bunch of these, what that is is they'll be like. Some, you know what? Sometimes they do put the defenders out there, but they'll just be like the big net that's going to be right behind the catcher. They'll have the big track man up, and they'll just have like three batters continuously come up and then just keep hitting and working through that. And that's how they do. They don't have guys run the bases, and that's how they run that whole. Sim games are weird to watch, by the way. I like this. Matt Flood's basically saying uh, Alec Manoa, Manoa chance of him ever being relevant again. How do you like that? That's a good one. Pretty good. Uh, Wonky <laughs> also asked me to raise my right hand. There we go. Raise my right hand on the show. I know it looks opposite here in the camera, but uh, and I have to repeat after her. I won't go back to the Eloy Jimenez well in 2024 preseason. I am making this commitment. I will stand by this. I'm a man of my word. I won't do it, but uh, I can't wait to see the safe space results for him that's going to be great let's yeah, talk about three awesome. up and 
three up and three down. Jake Berger, you can't stop Jake Berger. Two more home runs. I'm dude. One of the best stories of 2023 has got to be Jake Berger. Can we just absolutely can we bask in the glory? The White Sox. He needs a, a he needs a Wawa day. If anyone needs he, a Wawa no, day, it's he Jake needs Berger. A, no, he needs a Burger King day. They need Jake Burgers mm. or something like that. He needs he needs his own thing. I Although mean, they do bur- burgers at Wawa save. now. Let's say they maybe he could now. save Burger King. I don't know. The I feel Burger like maybe Wa- he's like a five guys. I you know what he once. should do? He should change his number to five. And that, like, and get a sponsorship with five guys and change that. Go. And he's number five, Burger Five. There that would be the play. Five That's guys the burger play, Jake. Good. Sponsorship. I like the five guys burger. Five guys uh, fries 20%. Good, but you have to get him in the place. By the way, I'm I'm obsessed with Jake Berger. He is a underlying stat darling. The batting mm. average, not the best, 250, but he's got an XP of two, uh, 75, but 94 percentile hard hit. So top 6% in the league, 90. Uh, actually, now it changed. 100 percentile barrel percentage. Barrel and hard hit is the two mixture I'm always looking for. 21 and a half barrel percentage with one of the hardest hit in the league. Strikeouts are a little bit up there. I yeah, he's been a strikeout guy, but man, when he hits, he's making contact, man. Ball's going a long way. Ranger Suarez, seven shutout innings, seven Ks for him. No decision, though, against the Diamondbacks. And Fernando Tatis Jr., three for four with a dinger and a steal. Pretty good. Five nothing win for them over the Guardians. Three down. Matt Olson had a long day. Nine at-bats, one hit, four strikeouts. Not a good day for Matt Olson. It was a long day. Uh, Jared Kelnick, 0 for 4, 3 Ks. So that story is really tapering off here as we go. But Spencer Strider, Welsh, we got to talk about this. This is another less than dominant outing. It's been a couple of them now. The one against the Mets wasn't great last week. Five innings, five earned, six Ks. Are you going to have any concerns here about Spencer Strider? Or is this just a rough patch? Because it's getting no, rough. There's, this is one we just did a breakdown on. So... The velo down is concerning. It's absolutely concerning. Fastball slider, both down a little bit. I kind of wonder, and I don't really have any information on it. I, there's a part of me that wonders, is he maybe taking a tiny bit off to be able to push the whole season? You know, he wasn't a starter. No, what I'm saying is, is like he wasn't a full starter last year and he got his innings. He has to be uh, counted on for a ton more innings this year. If there's something about the process of just taking a little bit off to maybe be able to maintain your body or injury worry. That's a speculative type of thing. I still think he's there. Uh, I was looking at the individual pitches and the, I believe it's the, the hard hit percentage on the fastball is no different. It's still getting its whiffs. The slider is getting banged though. It was 22% uh, last year up to 40% this year. So that slider is just getting smacked and he's putting it right in the bottom corner of the zone more. It's sitting there. So I think guys are sitting to try to hit that one and the homers are coming off of that fastball. So he's just got to flip the mix a little bit. I don't know if the V the Velo is like the biggest concern thing we would have overall of anybody. And I'm giving him a little bit more of a pass, but if you watch the trade video this week, I'm buying on him. This last start wasn't the greatest uh, purchase, but I think I may have even said maybe you want to wait to start uh, to well, buy if you on wait to him. Start right now. now, this is this is the window to buy. Also, yeah. buy some Prize Picks. Sign up for Prize Picks. Download the app. Go to PrizePicks.com. Use that promo code leading off. You got to do it. And if you haven't done it by now, I don't know what you're waiting for. You get a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Welsh, pick some prizes today for the people. All right, I would love to pick some prizes. My prize picking today is going to start. With the Shohei Otani hot dog thing, the taco hot dog that we discussed, Taca, it's a, it is available. It's a hot dog. It's not a taco. 
It's a, it's a, it's a taco dog. A taco dog is available and it brings the strikeouts down to five and a half. So give me that. I will pair that with Christian Javier and Mackenzie Gore hits one and a half under through the first inning. Uh, both of those offenses against these pitchers. I like he, and I'm going to go with Taj Bradley fantasy score 29 and a half. So get your taco hot dogs uh, and flow them out because there's four or five different options. So it's a fun day. It's a fun day to get your taco hot dogs. It's Shohei good. Otani on seven strikeouts over Christian Javier, five strikeouts over Jose Altuve, seven and a half hitter fantasy score over. It's not a great betting day. No. Uh, I like the uh, Chicago Cubs uh, on the money line uh, today to uh, Christian Javier really is, is what you're looking at to me. Christian Javier, five and a half K's over Otani, seven and a half over basically my prize picks. I'm just dragging into the betting Aranola five and a half. That's an afternoon game. So if you want to bet that, bet that now that's five and a half. If you want to put all three together, you can do that and just kind of watch them unfold. And if you get Nola and that's going well, and then you get um, Houston or, or, you know, we get Otani to get to that level or Javier to get to that level. He might even offer you a cash out and you could still make money on it. If you're watching tonight live, Welsh, what do you have on the, uh, the betting side today? You know, one thing you could do too, with your three strikeouts, like you were saying, you could put those in price picks and you could actually do insurance. So if one doesn't mm -hmm. cash, you can Where still can you get do that? paid on price picks ah, on price picks, price yeah. picks, price yes. picks. Uh, I actually like that. And we also careful about talking about Christian Javier because I talked about Christian Javier the other day and I got screamed at because I apparently jinxed him. So, okay, there you go. Yeah, you um, do that sometimes. I do. <laughs> Apparently I do. Prize picks, prize picks, prize picks. I also like that Chicago uh, game that you talked about, but I'm going to take the first five. Marcus Stroman, I believe, still leads the league in quality starts. So through the first five, that's his play. I'm going to go up one run through the first five for the Cubs. And then I'm also going to take the Minnesota Twins team total runs through the whole game at four and a half. Both are right around like even money. Okay. Uh, continuing on. Also, don't forget about our other wonderful sponsor, So Rare. Go play some So Rare MLB. Sign up today, fantasypros.com slash collect. It's free. It's fantasy. It's fun. And you have your players. They're your players for the rest of the season. You, you own them like you own cards, but they're digital, so they're not going to take up place in your closets. And then, you know, the next thing, you know, your grandmother throws them out. You say, why'd you throw out all those cards? They were worth something. No, no, no. So rare MLB. Uh, it is a good time. You can also join our league, fantasypros.com slash leading off league. And when you're looking at some of the DFS pieces today, Sonny Gray at 10.1, Javier again, 10.3, Otani 10.7, Nate Evaldi, if you want to go all the way to the top of the board, but it is tricky there because it's Evaldi and Otani. So maybe you just go and attack that game differently and you go look for the under in that game. Or if you can find a combined strikeout total over on that game, Atlanta, Houston, those are where you're looking for offense today. Also, Michael Harris and Jose Abreu, as Welsh mentioned, starting to get hot. Abreu 2.6. Michael Harris still 2.5, but he's getting hot too. He Austin Riley's my home run call for the day. If you want to make a home run call, go to fantasypros.com slash chat. Sign up for premium and make your calls today in the home run channel. Welsh, what do you have for the people who's uh, who's going yard today? I also just want to point out, I love the idea of like the old, like in the past, it would be like grandma throwing out a box. New age is going to be like, grandma, why'd you defrag my hard drive? I lost all my, my cards. And your hard drive was the... getting full. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tried to drag it over Look to at the, the processing speed. It's so slow. It's one thing I hate. It's when everyone's processing speed is all cluttered. Get these on an SSD hard drive, honey. This is ridiculous. Um, 
my home run call for the day, I had to scroll down to it. Jose Ramirez. I'm going to go with Jose Ramirez. A lot of homers uh, coming out of uh, whoever the hell they're playing. I completely forgot. My brain has been mushed. But Jose Ramirez, I'm going for multiple. There's a reason I really loved it. That's why I picked it, but I can't get <laughs> Whenever to it. Whenever it was, so. I'm sure it was really good. Yeah, my brain has been fried. I've already, I've already, I've already yeah. messed. Oh, it was Ryan Weathers. Ryan Weathers, uh, awful. Lots reason. of homers. Jose Ramirez, please. Okay, uh, we'll be back again tomorrow to do it with a fun Friday episode. So make sure you join us live here. Ooh. Fantasy Bros MLB. We're still not quite at 14K. We want to get to 14K by the end of the month. Subscribe today to the YouTube channel if you haven't already and click that notifications bell till it goes ding. Check out the trade video, the waiver wire video, and come back tomorrow. Join us live on a fun Friday. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for the Welsh. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids.